Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Hello and welcome to another week of spiritual shit. And I'm happy to be with you today. We have, um, a lot of announcements I'm not going to do because I can just put them in the show notes and I'm going to start doing that and stop wasting everybody's time. (laughs) If you're not interested in those things, I will say that we have opened up more spots for mystery school. So if you're interested in a community of mystics that are trying to learn and grow and have a safe space to explore your spirituality, that's kind of the gig bag that's going on right now. And the very last one is that we are having a collective read over at Patreon and I'm going to be doing readings essentially for a group of people every month. And, uh, you can check out the show notes if you want to know more about that. So, uh, today's episode is really interesting because I got a big response about the channelings and, um, and to do more of them. So here we are, uh, your voice is heard. And so I was able to do this over at Patreon last week. And so some of you already heard this episode, but I thought it was a really important one because I'm talking about timing and the urgency of how important it is right now to not play small, to not play small. It's been on my heart. It's been on my mind. It's all I can think about and it's all I can hear lately. I've been having some, some, I would say more ramped up weird experiences and I'm I'm hesitant to call them weird because I don't want them to stop, but I have been directed so much towards, um, Egypt and the Hermetica and, uh, the Kabbalion and starting to read some of these ancient philosophy from Hermes, Trismegistus, Thoth, Toth, however you want to say it. Anyway, and I'm going down this little bit of a rabbit hole that has made me feel like I'm really opening something up in real time, as well as speaking more with uh, Erasmus and then some other people that are coming through. Who knows? You'll hear about it later on this episode. And then I did an episode with a friend of mine. I'm going to be on his show here pretty soon where his audience asked some direct questions and I was able to sit down and pull from what I think was coming through. So I will say for those of you who are new to the show or new to channeling in general, uh, use your own intuition. I am not going to be here as, um, essentially a fail safe guide. I think that if things resonate with you, that's great. If you get chills or have an emotional response to something, then that's a good indication that that's something that's resonant for you. 
If you're listening to this and you're like, oh man, that sounds like bullshit. You know what? Then great. (laughs) Then don't listen to me at all. Um, I feel it's very important to put that out there like that because, you know, everybody's going to be on a different journey of what truth looks like for them. And so for some people, it will very much be this thing and for others, it will not. And so no judgment if it's not your cup of tea. Um, but this is just a part of my journey and what, uh, is being told to me as far as guidance for this particular time right now. So, uh, with no further ado, let's get into it right now. So, you know, that I wouldn't just put anyone on the podcast and in the same way, I wouldn't have just anyone be a partner or a sponsor if I didn't believe in the products that they have. I want to introduce you to Anima Mundi Herbals if you haven't already been able to discover their amazing work. I've been currently using their Dream Sleep Tea and their Dream Elixir as well as their Blue Lotus Tea and Golden Moon Milk and it has been a really wonderful ritual that I'll use at the end of the night to help encourage my dream state. Now, I haven't had any serious lucid dreams yet, but it's been something I've been working on for a while, and I feel like I'm getting closer. Since I've been using the teas, I've been able to have more potent, vivid dreams and being able to recall them even more so. And so I don't think it's any coincidence that Anima Mundi has become our first partner because I was already doing the work to help increase my dream life. And so I'm really excited about this brand because it's also female and BIPOC owned. And master herbalist Adriana Ayelis is from Costa Rica and and they are owned and operated in an FDA registered CGMP certified facility. They use eco-friendly packaging and recyclable glass or biodegradable bags. And the packaging is just beautiful anyway. It's made in the US with certified organic herbs wild and sustainably harvest plants in a vegan and gluten-free kitchen. The products contain zero fillers, binders, flow agents, their pure botanical powders, teas, and beyond. And the apothecary has sustainably grown to contain over 200 different herbs from all over the world. Their project educates and supports true fair trade practices beyond organic farming, education, and small farmers to create remedies that benefit people from all walks of life. And I just really think that that's an amazing place to come from if you're going to stand by a product, at least one that I'm standing by for sure. They have something called this happiness powder. It's an energizing, boosting herbal coughing that is caffeine-free and adaptogenic, which is something that I much rather have because I'm really caffeine sensitive. Their renowned happiness formula is also in a tonic, but is now available in a super powder. It contains key herbal allies that they like to call happy herbs because they do just that. They make us happy and elevated. And it's energized with the top herbs researched to increase a sense of peace and happiness, such as ashwagandha, rhodiola, macuna, abesia, and St. John's wort. I don't know if I pronounce those right, but that's <laughs> that's what they are. They're combined with coffee-esque bases for grounding, and it's a super benefit for the liver and gut support. So I'm really excited about the new products that they have to offer, but more importantly, really excited to partner with them as their products have been changing the game in my dream life, for sure. Head over to animamundiherbals.com for more information. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Aaliyah Lovely, and I'm super excited about talking to you this week because there has been a fire under my fucking ass about 
what it is that we're here to do and what it is that we need to be expressing during this particular time. And I'm just super excited to, to get into that and hopefully inspire you in the way that I've been inspired by spirit. And like, let's get right into it. First of all, I just moved into a new office in our house. We gave, um, my two stepkids their own room. And so I moved upstairs. And so if it sounds a bit echoey, it's because I don't have shit in here yet. So there's that, but I have been just kind of under the charge, if you will, to feel ready for big change. And that big change may have shown up in my physical life as moving offices, um, going to do a lot of different things and, you know, like things, dates postponing and so on. There's a lot of movement happening right now. And it's just something that I find to be really interesting and paralleling with my energetic life where things are moving and kind of what feels like a big way. And so, um, what's really cool about what I, what I'm doing right now is that, um, got an insane response to the channeling episode. So thank you everybody who responded to that and let me know that you want more of this here. And, uh, I decided that I think we're going to stop doing workshops per se and do more of like channeling insights and reading kind of stuff. I've kind of, uh, straight away from that a little bit because I've been feeling very much like I'm so scared of being accountable to what it is that I'm saying. And I say that because I think a lot of people are afraid to do the readings, put themselves out there because they don't want to be wrong. And I want to talk about that because we're in so much fear of having to do something the right way, which I, I agree that there should be ethics involved. We should be, um, you know, astute practitioners of what it is that we're doing. We should make sure that we're not doing any harm to anyone, especially in an industry that has very little credentials uh, or requirements for credentials, I should say. And so, you know, who are we to be standing out and stepping out and, and helping other people? Um, but I, I think that that is... That is the change that we are about to see is, you know, we're starting to, to awaken to what our real purpose is. And that doesn't have to be psychic readings, you know, like it doesn't have to be a lot of things that we put on it that we think it should be, but it just means being kind of open and willing to step into your cause, to step into your passion and whatever that may be. And so I had it kind of an insane channel um, a few days back and it didn't, it was not from Erasmus. It wasn't from that collective entity that felt like they were very non-judgmental and very open and relaxed. And you know, whenever you can get to it, this was someone else and very much kind of in your face and, and like things need to happen right now. And what was weird about it is the timing because I started to see so many, and I don't know if this is just like my reticular activating system, just kind of like kicking into gear and noticing those things, but there has been so much even on TikTok or reels or, or Instagram, social media, whatever, where people have been like, now is the time basically. So what if you're cringe, you know? So what if this is something that, you know, people are going to be like, Oh my God, I can't believe she's doing that or whatever. Who cares? It's time to get into a space where you put yourself out there and stop playing small. And so I'm going to read you the channel that I had that, that was so crazy to me. Um, and, and was really like in your face, I'll say, 
uh, it wasn't Erasmus, it was someone else. And so what they said, it, I sat down at my desk and I heard, hello, I have something to tell you. And so I was like, all right, let me, let me, let me get up, get ready, you know, put my keyboard down and start typing. And they said, in the coming days, there will be something for you to tell your audience. I want to preface it now. The more you listen to me or us, the more power you will have. And I had a weird reaction to that. The more power you have, like, you know, what does that mean? And, and am I someone trying to amass power? Like, I don't think so. And so it said, I saw that you were hesitant to write what you heard, but this is not to scare you. This power will be for the good of men, the power that will break beyond your own limitations to open up a score of paths you've been seeking for a long time. This is your ticket out to obey the premise of what you came here for, to get over yourself and your humanly passions and awaken the masses to the power you hold that they hold. Do not fear your own power. Like a snake shedding skin, you will shed this body someday, and what will be left is a soul littered with lessons. Try to capture us in voice. And I thought that was interesting. What will be left is a soul littered with lessons. And we kind of interpret the word littered as something kind of negative. But I don't think that they do necessarily. A soul that is is you know captured with lessons, I guess, um, or captivated with lessons. And, uh, it's interesting cause like, you know, I'm hearing words and at the same time getting feelings. And so the channeling process is very much a translation process. And I think that the more you practice, obviously the better you get, but, um, this, this portion of the way that they were talking was very different. And so I said, who am I talking to? And they said, this is not Erasmus, but your guide, an earthly guide who has no name. You are a great channel and you can hear nearly anyone who speaks to you without being possessed. You don't even know the great power you wield. Why must you forget every time you come here? Why you came here? Are you not in there? And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, very interestingly, why must you forget every time you come here? What you came here for? And to me, that's felt almost like a scolding. Like, damn, like, do we have to go through this every time? And I found that to be, it was with such a, expectation almost that they were like, Hey, let's hop too. So there was an urgency in their voice. And I said, why did I, what did I come here for? Am I not doing what I'm supposed to be? And they said, you are to a degree, but you do it with hesitation. You don't do it with a full embodiment of the way you were meant to. It can be at times aggravating for us that you focus on such human things when they are disintegrate. And I thought that was interesting because I would never use the word disintegrate, like disintegrate maybe, but <laughs> disintegrate. Okay. Anyway. And so they continued and said, and I said, I'm sorry, what should I be doing differently? Let it be known that I do not wish to speak to you if you are not of the light, because I found their tone to be very aggressive. And so I was worried that I may be getting advice from someone that was not, uh, of the light per se. And they said, I am for sure of the light. Do not forbade me as I'm here to help. And I thought, do not forbade me. I wouldn't say that word either. So you know what I mean? Like, so when you're in the channeling process, it's very interesting because the the manners of the way someone is talking or the way it's coming through, there's a, a couple of times of having to like search how to spell a certain word or something because it's not something I would necessarily use. But anyway, do not forbade me as I'm here to help. Like I'm again, getting put in my place. <laughs> it says, do as you wish to see, do as you wish to hear. You asked for superpowers. So do them already. What is your wish? And I said, my wish is for the world to be awakened, to come into knowledge of their power and know that this isn't the final realm. 
And they said, well, how can you do that when you behave so small? Why haven't you claimed your birthright? You've barely scratched the surface on what's possible, and yet you seem to be so satisfied with where you are at now. And it kind of hit me in the gut because I'm like, I'm not satisfied. I guess like in some ways I'm trying to be content. I'm trying to be present and trying not to like overdo, you know, what I need to do or whatever. But it seemed to me that this was in correlation with a particular time shift. Um, you know, we have talked about since 2020, this all being this shift of time and what's necessary and the urgency behind us following our gifts and so on. And so, so I just found that to be interesting that that's the way that they had framed it. So I said, not at all. I'm ready for insane abundance and I'm ready to be able to take care of my family in ways I've always dreamt of. I want to have magic and power in a way that is able to affect change for the better for our world, our planet. And yet at times I feel like my hands are tied, which is true. Like I'm, I'm tied in imposter syndrome. I'm tied in sickness and in, you know, areas of limitations that are beyond my own control. And there are desires that I have that I don't see coming to fruition just yet, which you know, could be my fault. I don't know. Um, or it could just be, you know, timing or whatever, but lack of manifestation and so on. And I know that a lot of people feel that way, that your hands are tied. Like I don't have full control over what it is that I really want to do or where, where I want to be. And that being super frustrating and that keeping us out of a place of power. So it said, your wish is my command. Your wish is your command. You say you want these things and yet you plan small, plan bigger, intend bigger, no bigger. You are the voice of the cosmos, not a psychopathic narcissist who does things for the glory of likes. You're connected to the highest light beings, one of which is yourself. You've always denied your specialness and it's time that you stepped into it. You feel that there's something more and there is. And I could definitely tell that this person was human or had been human at some point. Cause they were like, not a psychopathic narcissist who does it for the glory of likes. That is my fear. I do not want to be perceived as an egomaniac. Someone that's like, Oh, I have this power and I'm this and I'm super cool. And that in a way limits me being able to express myself in its fullest capacity because I'm afraid of being perceived a certain way. I'm afraid that people are going to have certain interpretations of what it is that I say, and I'm going to be responsible for that. Or um, you know, people were going to think that I think that I think I'm all that, you know, or something. I remember when I was little and there were these girls who were really mean to me in school and they would say things like, um, well, you know, you think you're this and you think you're all that and blah, blah, blah. And I would, you know, be really upset because I'm like, I don't think I'm all that. Like I want, I want you to be my friends and whatever. And they would be like, no, we don't want to be friends with you. Cause you just have this big head. And I had just moved to a new school. There was no way in, in, especially looking back that that was true. I wanted so badly to fit in and to be the people pleaser and just some, someone, you know, someone like me. And I remember going back and talking to my, um, my dad about it and him being like, you know what you should tell them? You know, if, if they think, you know, they're saying you think you're all that say, no, you think I'm all that. And that's why you mad or whatever. <laughs> and so and the next time they came up to me and, oh, you think you're this because I'm like, you think I'm all that. You think I'm pretty. You think I'm this. You think I'm that. Whatever the thing was, threw it back in their face. Anyway, that story is so stupid, but <laughs> it gave me the power to, uh, you know, essentially put the ball in someone else's court about their perceived concept 
conceptions of me. They're projections of me. It's like, whatever it is that you're throwing at me is what you feel is in your perceived reality. And I didn't know I was learning that then, but now it's like, I'm coming back into that space being so fearful that people are going to think this, or people are going to say this, or I'm going to be perceived as X, Y, Z. And it's like, that's what someone else thinks of me is none of my business, basically. So like whatever anybody thinks of you is none of your business. Like that's their own projection of their reality of their world about you in their world. It has nothing to do with you. So that so that's something that exists completely separately. And so I, I just love that because it's like there is this part of me that needs to get outside part of us. Let's say us, because I know that this is a common theme. I have been talking to my mystery school people and we are all in this place of like, oh, like I'm so nervous. I'm so scared. I'm so, you know, to do what it is that I'm here to fucking do. Why? Why are we so scared? Probably because in a past life we've been executed for it of sorts, maybe. Um, society is hungry to cancel people actively. And we've created a, a system. Now I'm talking differently than accountability. Accountability is very important. And so if you're someone deserving to be canceled because you were unwilling to take accountability, well, by all means, you know, sorry, not sorry. But I think that we, we, as a society love to watch things burn. And I don't know why, I don't know where that comes from or where, why we're in this position where we feel very often and active to watch the downfall of someone. Now I am, I watch a cautionary tale as good as the next one, more so because I'm afraid of what can happen to me. So I'm almost like doing research. Like, how do I not misstep? How do I not say the wrong thing? How do I not do this and make this mistake as this person did and so on? But there's this part of us that is so afraid to be able to be truthful or be authentic or be raw or be open or express ourselves or express our gifts or post that reel or whatever, because we're so afraid of what other people are going to think. Don't be afraid to be cringe. Just be, do what you need to do, you know, in, in the biggest form that you can, because it's better than ending up in a place where, you know, you, you haven't, you haven't lived because you're so riddled with fear. And I know that I'm talking to myself. I'm always talking to myself, <laughs> telling myself this advice. Um, my higher self is talking through me somehow and being like, yo, check yourself. <laughs> this is something you need to do. And so there was this moment um, that I had. I was doing like a CBD vape thing. And I had, an, I think, an allergic reaction to it. And um, so I put in the channel, what happened yesterday when I was choking I vaped and I had a reaction I've never had before where I couldn't breathe at all and it felt so scary I thought I might die. And you guys, it was really scary. Like my throat closed up to a degree I barely could get air in or out. I couldn't breathe out of my nose. I've never experienced anything like this. It wasn't even like my lungs were reacting. My throat closed up. And in fact, today my throat hurts um, and has been for the last like week or so because of this like just stress closing of my throat my chest, everything. Like it was, it was beyond scary. And then the next day, every time I thought about it, I would have like heart palpitations. Like I was going into a full on panic attack. And I think what happened was maybe I took too much or something like that, or maybe I was allergic to something that was in it. And, um, I think I've been getting the signal for a while <laughs> to stop using these kinds of things, um, as well as like cut out meat and so on. 
but there is this shift happening within the body, my body, that is this asking for different things. And so, um, the, the interesting thing that they said was, this is to remind you of your mortality, to snap you back into your body and activate something inside of you that hasn't been activated before to remind you to breathe that oxygen in your cells is power to activate your throat and heart chakra to remind you of your power. And the moment you started to panic, you had a thought, a whisper that said, calm down and breathe. And this was us to remind you again of your power and to remind you of the control you can have when you stop and breathe. Stop acting confused when people say you're changing their life. Say thank you. Stop blowing off praise of the way in which your voice reaches others. This was meant to be. Acknowledge your power and you will be powerful. You have the power to change the world. Allow yourself to be seen and things will change rapidly for you. And I thought, this is a, this is still a scary thought to me. Like the idea of accepting these things. We, we are taught so often, be modest, you know, like don't, don't be conceited. Don't be an arc. Don't be this, don't be that. And so we're, you know, a lot of us, not all of us, not all of us, but those of us, you know, you'll know who I'm talking about, typically have been taught to not take praise. That sometimes often praise is dangerous. And, you know, in a lot of ways we don't want to be seen. It's better to kind of denigrate ourselves or demute ourselves in some kind of way, but not to elevate ourselves and claim what's rightfully ours, I guess, you know. There's this part of us that thinks that we're doing the world a favor by being small. And it is probably one of the greatest fallacies we've ever convinced ourselves of. And so I had this discomfort with the idea of power, you know, like with, what is it? With great power comes great responsibility. Like there's a fear there of like, okay, me being able to connect in this way, but also who am I, who am I to connect with these people or these entities or whatever? Maybe I'm just making it up. Maybe this is a manifestation of my own ego, you know, like, Again, who am I not? Who are you not to be doing this? Why should it be anybody else? You know, this, this is, this is where we've kind of gotten ourselves caught in this trap. And so they said some other things or whatever, but at some point they said, look at me, awaken to the desires of your heart. And that was the end of the transmission, if you will. So I felt that so strongly and so, so powerfully. And what was interesting is one of our mystery school uh, participants had sent me a, a message and said, Hey, I thought you might benefit from this today or something like that. And it was in the same voice. There was a, a woman on uh, Instagram saying almost the same thing, basically like this message. So I can tell there's some collective consciousness going out into the ether and telling everybody like, stand the fuck up. If you were waiting for the call, this is it. And this is not it for you just to be like mealy, like, you know, dealing cards or something like that. This is about your gift, about awakening to that kind of tuning fork, awakening to the energy, essentially, of being able to be the ripple effect that helps with the change. What's really interesting uh, during this particular time, I, I keep asking myself, like, what is, what is the thing that we're waking up to? We all kind of realize if you're listening to the show, you already know, but like, you're already kind of realizing that like, you're not just, you know, a person walking around, you have a soul and you have connection to other dimensions, the astral realm and whatever. But 
what else? You know, why, why are we here? We're here to wake up the masses or whatever. What does that mean? Wake up, you know, to become aware and to become aware of what? To become aware of, of our power, to become aware of our connectedness, to become aware of our oneness and help the world essentially come into a better place more abundance, more love, more kindness, more of this positive vibration, more service to others. And, you know, what does that look like when we can see very viscerally a world that is fighting to stay the same? And I think that I answer my own question is that that's the point. There is a world that is fighting for the same. And there are those of us who wish for things to be very different. And it is, I won't call it a fight, but maybe a little tug of war, uh, for which way this is going to spin. And ultimately it'd be really nice if the world was framed like a Marvel movie. And we always kind of knew at the end that the superhero or the good guys win. And maybe for a really long time, the good guys haven't won, but I really think that this is maybe the time that we get close to, to doing so. Obviously nothing is guaranteed, but I can almost see you know, so what's really interesting about mystery school, and I, and I, sorry, apologize to continue to mention it if you're not in mystery school. It's my community that uh, I created of other practitioners, or I say practitioners because other people who want to practice, basically. Um, but this community of people who, who want to join the movement, if you will. And it is interesting because I can see on a... Um, almost like an experimental level, how we're all kind of experiencing the same waves of messaging. And so I know that it's not just us. I know that this is happening kind of like on a collective level, that there's this answer to the call, that there's a shift, that the earth can no longer stand the crap that's been going on for so long and is ready for a flip of the script. And so I don't know if that necessarily means you need to be a card reader to do that. It just means that you need to have the awareness, you need to have the openness, and you need to have the, the, I guess, the wherewithal to step out and tell people, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I think. You know, and, and in that way, this is what changes things. Because I think we've all been kind of living under a rock for a while, or at least like in hiding. We don't want to tell our friends or family, like, this is who we are. This is what I think. This is what I practice. This is what I do. This is what I want for our world. All of our desires are not going to be the same and that's okay. But I think that in, in some way we're all trying to work towards a common, the common good. And what's really interesting and something that I channeled and something that I've read afterwards a long time ago is that even the bad guys think they're the good guys. So you know, it's kind of like that Spider-Man meme where they're, you know, they're all pointing at each other. <laughs> which one is which? Who's the bad guy? You know, I don't know. Maybe those of us fighting for this change are, are in other, other eyes seen as the bad guys. I'm very much very aware that that is the case. You guys are going to hell, <laughs> you know? Um, we're practicing that devil magic. So to others, we, we seem to be the ones that are, are, the bad guys. And then, you know, vice versa, we look at other people who are not accepting of the, the other ways and paths in which we're wanting 
to show up in the world spiritually. And we see them very much as the oppressors and suppressors, and they don't know what they're talking about. They're asleep, those sheep. And we see them as the bad guys. And, you know, it's, it's a very interesting duality of polarity. Like that we're, we're, it's not, I think it's not so black and white that a lot of us are afraid of the same things. Thus, then we end up fighting in the best way that we know how for what we think is going to be the right thing. I think humans maybe naturally want better, want good, want improvement, but we can't do that if we're all hiding behind these masks and facades. We're not being open about what we think or what we believe or who we are especially those of us who have not allowed our freak flag to fly. (laughs) So I just want to encourage you today uh, to, to be reminded of your power, to be reminded that, you know, cringe is okay. (laughs) If you're needing to step out and do something for the first time and it's not as eloquent or great, you know, like I know that um, even my episode that's coming up uh, next week, uh, I made a mistake on, uh, I got a new computer and because our energies together were so powerful, it dropped the internet connection. And when it connected back, it didn't connect to my, my, my good microphone. And I'm like, Oh my God, cringe. My voice on the episode is so terrible and blah, blah, blah. And I thought, you know, so what? So what? So what? If I can't do something perfectly, it doesn't mean I shouldn't do it. Also who quantifies what's perfect? Maybe there's more power in what's raw and what's real. And if we can have that perspective, then maybe we won't essentially keep ourselves from fulfilling what our real purpose and desires are. That's all I got for you today. I hope that you spend this week figuring it out, figuring out what it is that you really want to show the world. And you find the courage to do it. I hope you like this episode. Please send it to someone you love. And we'll see you in the next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Leah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening.